0: First, we'll offer obeisances to His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, who you see seated upon this ornate seat called the Vyasasana, which means he represents the tradition of the teachings of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Therefore, he's given an exalted seat, as much as a representative of a king is given a, a royal seat when he or she comes and presents uh, the agenda of the king in any place in the world and so this uh, knowledge that's come to us through this book called Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita has been passed down through a line of teachers who have dedicated their lives solely to the realization of the material that's in them and the the book itself gives the philosophy behind Krishna consciousness, which when we hear it, it, it puts everything into perspective. The, the very um, struggle that goes on in, the, in life for us all, which is quite natural. Uh, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught that there is only flickering happiness in this world. It's called Chapalasuka there is a a semblance of happiness, but it's not enough to actually satisfy us because it's like a person who's in the desert and very thirsty and then is offered water but is only given one drop from the end of a dropper. You can't argue that it's not water, but it's just not enough to satisfy the thirst. So similarly, the happiness that... I might find here in this world is uh, flickering. And it, it's minuscule, whereas I'm looking for uh, immersion in happiness. And I, I'm not finding it here in the material world. So Sri Taitanya Mahaprabhu taught that just because you don't find it in the material world doesn't mean it's not available somewhere else. In fact, he he gives the point that if something is offered as counterfeit. It means its real counterpart is somewhere else. And so he's presenting uh, what that is. And Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna. Now, Krishna is a name for the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And according to the Bhagavad Gita and the Srimad Bhagavatam, the Origin, the origin of every, everyone and everything is a person. F- just from ourselves, uh, we, have, uh, we emanate various energies. We extend ourselves in various ways. We can see that. And in a similar way, although on an unlimited scale, God as a person expands his energies everywhere and interacts with them as well, And that original person from whom everything else emanates is called Krishna. It's one of the names for the Supreme, which means that that person is unlimitedly attractive in all ways that we can imagine. And he comes, uh, Krishna, to the material world. There is a material and spiritual world. This is confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita when uh, Krishna describes that there is a world that's different from this one that we're in now. This is a dark world. It's only lit up by a little lantern called the sun that comes out every once in a while well, on time. But that's what's keeping the light here. But prast nyo vyakto vyakta sanatana, yaksaksareshu puteshu nashatsu navinashiti uh, beyond this world that we live in now that's constantly changing and also it, it falls apart and it's annihilated at the end, there's another world that's permanent and that is uh, full of light. And uh, there's happiness in that spiritual world that's unlimited. And there's interaction there. There's loving relationships with the Supreme Person and between all those who are in the family of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Actually, most living entities live there in the spiritual world. There's only a, a s- small number, although it's also called Asankhya or uncountable, a number of living entities in the material world. But as a proportion, the material world's uh, very small. Is everyone okay? Okay. So we'll just have a short discussion. And so... Krishna, the person, comes into the material world from the spiritual world. Now, of course, that's slightly a misnomer because Krishna is all-pervading. This is confirmed in the Sri Brahma Samhita, where Brahma, the first created being in the universe, uh, who has received full revelation of Krishna in the spiritual world, it says a copya so rati racharitum jagarande kotim yach chakti rasti jagaranda y jaya yadanta andarasta paramanu chayantarastam govindamari purusham tamahambajami. What this means is he says that uh God, Krishna, is all pervading. Even in this world, he's within every Possible place we can imagine, including even in the atoms. So, uh, he, his consciousness uh, is pervades everything. His personal consciousness. So he's uh, he's aware of everything simultaneously. He's also within the heart of every living being. So we're living beings. If you're a living being, raise your hand. That's the test. Okay. If you ask that to a stone, stone will just sit there, and a living being can respond, and as is mentioned in the Upanishads and also in the Bhagavad Gita this is kind of a remarkable point and it may be startling to you so if I say it um, please try to remain composed and that is that God is within our hearts this is a statement that's millions of years old given in a a book called Sriya Shapanishad, which is describing the nature of the Supreme Person. And it says that God is far away, but He's also near as well. He is within everything, and yet He's outside of everything. And one of the places that He's and entities He's near to is us. He's right next to us all the time. Now, Krishna confirms this in the Gita Upanishad. Does anybody know what the Gita Upanishad is? Occur Prabhu? It's the Bhagavad Gita. It's also known as the Gita Upanishad because in a way it's it's really summarizes all the Upanishads. And so the Gita Upanishad, Krishna says, Ishvara Sarva Brahmayan Sarva Bhutani, Yantra Rudrani Maya. Krishna describes that the body that, that you're in right now is a yantra, it's a machine. And uh, we're not a machine. We're the sentient being, the sentient presence within the body. And n- n- with us is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna. He's there w- within our heart, with us. And he also confirms in the in the Bhagavad Gita that he's giving intelligence to us. Uh, not only that, he's fulfilling all our desires. He's attentive to us at all times. Did that? Shock, done anybody? Yeah, you can't even say anything. That's what I thought. Okay, so, so now uh, the, the idea that God comes to the world then is a, slightly a misnomer because he's already here present. However, he appears uh, before our eyes and before the eyes of the world to show himself uh, and the purpose of that is to uh, attract our attention and to authenticate his his existence. And uh, this is all recorded in books like the Sri Taitanya Chardamrita. This particular book talks about Krishna's appearance, the most recent appearance in the world, 500 years ago, as uh, the... Um, Avatar of Krishna named Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Everyone say please. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So Chaitanya means uh, the living force. And Mahaprabhu means the great master of, of other masters. Mahaprabhu means uh, he's the great one, the great teacher, the supreme person, really. So Sri Chaitanya. And Sri means the one who has all opulences and beauty. So when, when Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appears, he comes in a, a golden color. So sometimes he's known as the golden avatar. This is um, not arbitrary. It's actually mentioned. The, the, the various major uh, Vedic scriptures corro- uh, corroborate one another. For instance, in the Srimad Bhagavatam, in the 10th canto, you all know the story of Krishna's appearance in the world. When he appeared, it was a tense situation, to say the least, because the, the king of the region in which Krishna appeared wanted to kill Krishna. This was his uh, particular hang up, that he had this idea that if he could kill Krishna, then he would be the undisputed champion of the world. And when Krishna, Uh, apparently was born, and I say apparently because God is never born, he's eternal. Uh, We're never born either, only our material bodies appear. When he appeared, there was a a ceremony called a name-giving ceremony, but it had to be done in secret because the parents of Krishna were worried that the king, Kamsa, would get word of the name-giving ceremony and then would know, okay, Krishna has taken birth. And he was particularly waiting for that to see uh, where he took birth so he could send his henchmen there to try to kill Krishna. So the person who did the name-giving ceremony was named Gargamuni. He was the the priest of the, the family. And when he did the astrological chart of the child, he could see for himself that this is not an ordinary child. This is Narayan. The supreme personality of Godhead, and he said to the father of Krishna, "Asan varnas troya yasya grinato nu tanum shukol rakta stata Krishna idanim Krishna tamgata." He said that uh, <coughs> your son comes in various yugas. A yuga is a time period in the universe. We don't really see it, because we're not here that long. Uh, just like in uh, October, in India, there are these little uh, bugs that are called Diwali germs. <laughs> well, you know? They come out in the uh, dusk. They're born in the dusk. And they live until the, uh, the, the end of the day or at the end of the night, and then they die. So they have a very short uh, lifespan. I've also noticed that they are particularly fond of light bulbs, attracted to them, and they congregate quite heavily around light bulbs because you'll find millions of them the next morning who have had their whole lifespan within just a a couple of hours. They they had uh, wedding ceremonies, they attended Kindergarten, high school, took SATs. They got college degrees. They went to Home Depot multiple times to try to fix up whatever little bug house they live in. But all that happened within a few hours, and then they died, and they ended up in a heap. So as far as our existence goes to other living beings who have a much a longer and wider perceptual horizon and lifespan, uh, our lifetime, we just come and go. So the yuga cycles are these huge periods of time uh, during which there are geological events, there are uh, appearances of God and his various devotees and so forth. So Gargamuni said, in in the various ages, in these various yugas, Krishna or God appears, and he has he appears with different his body is differently colored in each one of these yugas. So asan varnas yasya especially in three yugas, asanyag troyasya, grinhanum, that by his own desire he comes, and shuklo Raktas stata pita. So shuklo means white. Raktas means red, and pita means yellow. So, if you're the son of some parents, don't call them pita; it's pitta, because you're calling them yellow. If you call them pita, hey pita. So, idanam uh, Krishna So, Krishna appears in the in these different uh, time periods and different colors. Actually, Krishna is one, but he divides himself for his own purposes. It's just like there's one original candle that can light other candles, and then there are multiple candles, but there's one original candle, and they're all identical because it's the same fire power in each one of them. So this prediction by Gargamuni was that there's a form of Krishna that's pita, that's yellow or golden. And so uh, the great teachers of, uh, of bhakti uh, who study the Srimad Bhagavatam the other scriptures point out that uh, you can find other references to this within the scriptures. For instance, it is said in the Srimad Bhagavatam te- 11th Canto by Karabha Krishna Varnam Krishna Sangopangash Jagnai Sankirtana Prayer Yajantihi Sumedasa. What this means is something consequential for us. It said in the Kali Age, in the Kali Yuga, we and that's the Yuga we're in right now. There's a uh, incarnation of Krishna, who's uh, who's Krishna himself, Krishna Varnam. He's the same category as Krishna, same person. Krishna Krishnavarnam Tushakrishnam, but he's, instead of uh, being blackish, like Krishna, is. the name Krishna means black, actually, it means other things too, but that's the color Krishna is when he comes, you can see. He's Akrishnam, which means he's not blackish. So this corresponds with the pita, or the golden color. So that's uh, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who appears in the Kali Yuga, But in the Kali Yuga, he's not overtly the supreme personality of Godhead. He's also known as the Chana avatar. Chana means that he keeps himself covered. And how does he cover himself? He covers himself by acting in the role of a devotee, of his own devotee. There are many reasons for that. But one of the reasons is that he wants to set an example for everybody of how to practice devotional service so that you can get the highest benefit from life. And just as a parent might take uh, one of the child uh, child's hand to, to teach him or her how to write uh, letters and say, uh, holding the hand, say A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And you'll notice that the, the parent looks like, Uh, He or she is also learning the language and is going very slow and is deliberately writing. So someone might say, oh, the person is learning the ABCs. But actually, that person is teaching the child how to write the various letters and to understand the alphabet. So in the same way, uh, Krishna in the Kali Yuga age, in this age, comes in a golden color and plays the role of his own devotee in order to teach us exactly how we can be devotees in, in uh, perfection. That is the uh, special incarnation of Lord Chaitanya. And because he's the supreme personality of Godhead, he's also uh, able to... Uh, Give us all benefit in our lives. So there's there's a, a, a lot that that Lord Chaitanya teaches us. And one of the major tenets of his teaching is that if you repeat the names of the Supreme, then you're directly in contact with the Supreme. So the idea about how to find the Supreme, where the Supreme is in the heart, in heaven, Uh, in nature. There's all these ideas about how to find the Supreme and all of them have uh, a semblance of truth because of course Krishna, God, is everywhere. But Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu pointed out that there's a special quality to the name of the Supreme and that is that there's no difference between the name of Krishna and Krishna himself. And therefore when you take it upon yourself to chant the name of of Krishna, then you're directly associating not only with Krishna, but with all his spiritual energies. And so, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught that anyone from any part of the world can take up this practice of chanting the names and uh, improve him or herself. Uh, Improve means purify the consciousness and uh, feel oneself spiritually strong just by chanting the names of of God. And he taught this everywhere he went. And in fact, he showed, by example, by starting in his own hometown, he uh, he appeared, did Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in a beautiful town called Navadweep. And there's significance to this place. It's actually uh, a holy place. It's an eternal place called the Dom. A Dom means like an embassy of the spiritual world. If you go to an embassy in a foreign country, go to your own embassy, you'll find that you feel yourself right at home. Once when I lived in Calcutta for some time, a few months, and uh, I needed, for some reason, to go to the American embassy. And I walked in, and as soon as I got in, I noticed that there were US Marines and there was a uh, glass uh, barrier. So I talked to them through the little slot. And I saw that beyond the, the barrier, inside, they had snacks that were all from America. <laughs> there was no Thumbs Up or Campicola or Limca. It was Coca-Cola, Pepsi-Cola, Sprite. And the water they had in the water cooler was Arrowhead. It's American everything American, no other products. And they all looked American, they all spoke like Americans inside. And so there's this comparison to these places, special places called Tirta's. The Tirta actually means a bridge to the to somewhere. So there are bridges to the spiritual world on this planet, and one of them is called Navadweep. And the, the interesting aspect of this is that Navadwipa means nine islands. So nine islands, there are nine islands there because the Ganges runs throughout. And it divides all these uh, land masses into nine different parts. So each one of those parts of this dhamma, or bridge to the spiritual world, represents a particular spiritual practice. And it just so happens, wait for it, that there are nine main practices of devotional service. What do you think? Haribol. So each one of them uh, in that dhamma, where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, appeared, is an exemplar of, the, of one of the particular practices of devotional service. As an example, there's Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu Smarnam. These are the first three. And that means hearing about, Krishna, and then chanting about Krishna, repeating what you heard, or singing what you heard somebody else sing, and then the other one is then remembering, because the first two lead to remembrance. So, Chaitanya appeared there in Navadvip, in this uh, special Tirta, which is a bridge to the spiritual world. It's an embassy of the spiritual world. And he set an example by setting up a, a program in the home of one of his uh, best friends. It was named Shrivas. So Shrivas had a house that's centrally located, and he had a little space. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, worked out with him that every night, all the people who were interested in practicing devotional service would meet there at night. And then they would uh, lock all the doors. I don't know how they did it. They must have tied them because I think it was made out <laughs> had a straw, that house. And they, anyway, they tied the doors closed so nobody else could get in, only the people that were very dedicated. And Chaitanya taught them how to sing uh, the names of God. So the first song he taught them was Hari Hari Nama Krishna. Yadavayana Maha Gopal Govinda Ram Shri Sudan, And he, and the devotees heard it and they thought, oh, these are all names of, of God. And so he would sing it and then they would sing it back. And then the other devotees learned how to do it and they would sing back and forth. And then they started singing the, the Maha Mantra. It goes, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. And... Uh, they did this for a whole year. They were so spiritually uplifted by this practice that they would dance all night long and sing. In fact, the neighbors complained, as usual. And, and so uh, some people wanted to come in and also see what was going on, but they didn't let anybody in for a whole year, kept it locked. And some people tried to sneak in And they would hide in the house, but Chaitanya could tell if there was an impure person in the house. He would stop the kirtan, he would say, somebody's in here who's not quite right in the head. And so then they would look around, they'd find, one time they found Srivas Thakur's um, mother-in-law, and they asked her, "Uh, please wait outside. And another time, a a brahmachari came who was invited in, because he's very austere, he only drank milk as an austerity in life. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu didn't like that either. because He said, that's not the qualification, doing austerity. You have to be a pure devotee. So he, they kept it up for one whole year. And then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, now you can go out and do it in public. So what do you think happened then? Somebody called the cops. That's what always happens. As happened in the early Hare Krishna movement soon as the devotees went on the street and people complained, what is this? You, you know, keep it in the church, would you? And it's like, what is all this chanting and, you know, all this ruckus going on? All over the world, Australia, devotees were thrown in jail. you, Dave? did you go to jail? Many times. Uh, <laughs> ask any early devotee. In fact, OK, Kanka is ready to tell her t- jail stories. <laughs> any, any devotee who's been a, around for a while has been in jail. Uh, Ratatvaj Swami is here. Thank you, Maharaj, for being here. Hare Krishna. <laughs> Haribo. Now, let's try a social experiment. Everybody move up and, re- and keep the symmetry of your seating, but move up by 6.2 inches, please. Defragmentation. Compression. Okay. Very good. So the, those who were followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went outside into the local town and they did this practice called sankirtan, singing the name of God and then repeating it. And they had some drums that looked just like this. And the police came, and they broke the drums, and they said, you can't do this here. So then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, took a, a group of people and they went to talk to the, the, the local governor and he changed his mind. And he said, you could do this anytime you want. In fact, we'll keep it open for you through many generations as long as my family is here, you, you're, you're open to do this. So that was the inauguration of the what is called the yuga dharma. That means the, you can fit, that yuga dharma means the practice that's suitable for the particular age. And so uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went all over India and he taught this system of chanting and then uh, hearing the, the, the names of God. And uh, when Srila Prabhupada, his divine grace, Hesit Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, started the Krishna Consciousness Movement, he did the same thing. He came to New York City and he didn't have any followers at that time, so he went out by himself into a park and he started the chanting process. And as he was chanting, people gradually became attracted and they came over, started to dance and chant, and then they got inquisitive of how they could help him. And this was, these were the beginnings of, of the Hare Krishna Movement. And then, of course, uh, in a combined effort, the, the, the process that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the avatar for the Kali Yuga, who had come to introduce, it got spread all over the world. Uh, Srila Prabhupada himself traveled around the world 14 times. And many of his followers uh, did also and still continue to do so. Our very own, uh, we have devotees in here, like Satya Dev Prabhu goes to foreign countries. I won't mention which one. So he doesn't get in trouble by those particular governments, but you know he he goes there either through uh, Zoom calls or uh, personally whenever he can, and many other devotees have as well, and they teach this this chanting. So this all comes from Sri Caitanya Mahaprabhu, and anyone can take up the process of chanting and have direct contact with the Supreme personality of Godhead, just from hearing his name and chanting his name. And uh, uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said that if you do this uh, special chanting, then you'll gradually develop in uh, spiritual emotion, you'll get spiritual strength, and you'll come to realize everything about the spiritual world just from the chanting process. And especially recommended is what's called the Hare Krishna mantra. It has three words Hare Krishna and Rama. Everyone say Hare Krishna. Rama. These are incarnations of the, of the Supreme, as mentioned in this book. It's, um, it's said here that Kali Kali Nama Rupa, Krishna avatar. Nam Hoyte Hoy, Sarva Jagat Nistar. That the, the name of Krishna is an avatar itself. And by that one avatar, the whole universe can be delivered. It's so powerful, the name of God. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then said to one of his beloved students that the process of spiritual life is like uh, growing a garden. And he said that when you get the desire to advance spiritually in your heart, it's like a seed being planted, where the seed has been planted. That's why you have the desire there. And this is called the bhakti lata bij. Bij means seed. And lata means like a creeper. It can grow a long ways and send out runners. And it, it can climb on things and keep growing. And so he said, did Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, tahan vista hoy, pali prema pal, Ihan Mali Sheche Nitya Jao. So he gave this metaphor. Everyone's supposed to say Goranga. <laughs> Thank you. So he gave this metaphor that we can benefit from. He said, Tahan Vista Rita Hoi pan Tahan means in that world. He's pointing to the spiritual world. You know, Om Tad Vishnu Paramam Padam Sada. There's beyond this world there's the spiritual world. I mentioned it earlier that this material world is like it's a dark place but the spiritual world's full of light and happiness. So he said tahan there in that spiritual world vistarita hoy pali prema pal the uh, creeper that grows from the seed that has been planted in your heart can reach the highest destination in the spiritual world. And it it produces a fruit, pali, prema, pal. Uh, Prema, pal means the fruit of love of God. Now, how do you do it? Iha, mali, sheche, nitya jal. So a mali means a gardener. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught all of us, you become a gardener. This is how you're going to advance in spiritual life. Think of what gardeners do. And so he said, iha, in this world, while you're living in this world in Silicon Valley, let's say, you have a lot of duties to do. you got school, right? Yeah. And, and you've got work to do and so forth. These duties to do. But at the same time, he said, you must also attend to your spiritual garden, be a gardener, a Mali. So he said, iha. Mali Sheche. So sheche means to sprinkle. So he said that little desire seed that you have in your heart, where you think there must be something more than this dark existence in this material world. I, I would like to find the spiritual world. Did you ever have that feeling? Say yes. yes. So he said, water that. So there's actual water that you can pour on your seed. Chei uh, Nitya Shravanadi Jal It just happens to be Shravanadi Jal So Jal means water in Bengali Bengalis Jal, Jal Jal means water And Shravanadi Shravana means to hear For instance, to hear Hare Krishna Let's say it again Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama Rama, Rama, Hari. Now, if you just heard that, you sprinkled spiritual water on the seed that's there in your heart. And what will happen if you keep sprinkling that water is that it'll sprout. The, The seed will sprout. And it'll grow. And it'll grow so far that it'll go outside of this universe, even as you're sitting at your desk in Silicon Valley doing your work. No, you're working from home, I know. So you're at home, and you're sitting there doing whatever you're supposed to do. And the seed will sprout. And it will gradually make its way as you continue to sprinkle it with the water of Shravanadi, hearing the Hare Krishna. And then it'll go through the demarcation. There's a demarcation. I always wondered this as a kid. I'd look up at the sky. I'd ask my brother, How, what's at the end of it? Is there like a door or something like that? Like when you get to the very top? And as it turns out, there is. There's, there's actually a demarcation between the spiritual and the material world. It's called the viraja. And in, that's the neutral zone, the demilitarized. How do you say that? Demilaratized... Mil- demilirit- what am I doing wrong? I'm adding an extra syllable. Demilitarized. Militarized, demilitarized zone. There's a demilitarized zone. That's a no-fly zone for the modes of nature. They've declared a no-fly zone in the uh, Viraja. No modes there. So that's a neutral place. But as you continue to sprinkle, it, it grows through that. And if you've ever been around creepers, you know that they're very determined. We have jasmine in our backyard they end up in all our neighbors' yards, too. They don't care for fences. They go underneath, they send runners, and then they start growing up. And you look down three blocks down, and there's a stop sign covered, and all the houses are covered. And he goes, where's that coming from? Our yard. The, the creeper will do that. So that's why he used that example. So your creeper, you have a creeper in your heart. If you sprinkle it, sheche, nitya shravanadijal, with this spiritual water, of the sound of the Hare Krishna mantra, then it grows and it'll actually penetrate that neutral zone and it'll go into the spiritual world. And that's when you start to enjoy real happiness because then, although you're here, you're experiencing the the emotions and the happiness of the spiritual world. And then, as you continue to do that throughout your life, uh, it becomes more and more pronounced. There's different levels of advancement that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu talked about. And then when you leave this temporary body, it's a temporary frame that you have here, when you a mortal coil we're in. And when we leave this, which is inevitable, then we'll be already connected to the spiritual world by the practice of Shravanati Jawa, watering the creeper and having it grow to the spiritual world. And then your destination is assured. You'll go to the spiritual world by that practice. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught this simple system for everybody in the whole world that if you be a gardener, take care of your your creeper, water it. And he said many other things that we don't have time for tonight. For instance, weeding the garden. You have to take out the weeds. Best fertilizer is the gardener's shadow. Attend to your garden, look at it, make sure it's okay, and and keep the process going, and you will be successful. So among other things, this is uh, the gift that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave to the world. And uh, it's all talked about in this book. And if you read 10 pages of this book every day, which only take you about five minutes maximum, unless you get to a thick part, in which case uh, it takes a little bit longer, so you can just read a few pages at that time, but I recommend you read at least 10 pages a day of this book, okay? No, say yes. yes. And so uh, when you read that, it'll give you all the details so that you, you always feel to, like you're an expert gardener, or at least you're striving to be an expert gardener. And then you can also share the knowledge that you get from this book with other people because it's a condensation of all the teachings of Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, the Upanishads, it's all in this book. And ten pages a day. All right, five. Five pages a day. That's all you have to do. And, and I guarantee you, you'll, you'll become an expert gardener. You'll be able to water the creeper. And you'll be able to help other people start their gardens. And you'll be successful and happy. And millions of other people will too. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Ki Jai. Now I'm going to check the schedule because there's something else next. Right now, we're going to have the Abhishek ceremony in five minutes. It's coming up here. So let's take a few reflections. Anything that you heard, we have five minutes to discuss. Anything that you heard that stuck in your mind that you'd like to reflect back? shake a Das, this is what I heard. This is very meaningful to me. If you have found it interesting. This is what I'm going to take away from this lecture today. Yes, Bali Mardan Prabhu. We have. Yes, microphone.
1: Hare Krishna, happy Gaur
0: Purnima, happy Holi to all of you and to you. It's holy, watch out. Yes. <laughs> Only Bali knows, so be careful <laughs> of any ambush.
1: Yes. So thank you, Prabhu, for giving such a beautiful uh, discourse about Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And I like your point that how God appeared in different color. Just to mention about Rakta, Pita, Shukla, so and Krishna's like, you know, the yellow incarnations, which is Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu mentioned in the earlier discussion, which is very amazing that we see Goranga Mahaprabhu on our altar. And we are very fascinated that how different color. Just one example I gave based on this one, in couple of years ago, in 2018, um, in Ratajadra, San Francisco Ratajadra, I think a few devotees came and he was likely non-Indian, I think uh, black in color, but he was mentioning, oh you have the deities of black, Krishna the white um, Balram, and the yellow, uh, Subhadra I says yes, we, we worship all colors so that <laughs> we worship all colors, that's why our universal religion is respect all colors and God descends in that way so it was very fascinating to...
0: Ever like. the expert uh, teacher of Krishna consciousness. Thank you, Bali Prabhu. <laughs> okay, you have a, about one minute left, I can tell by the way the progress is being made up front. I like when you're talking about how uh, material happiness is not fully satisfying. It's not what we really want. It doesn't... Um, uh, we want it to be fulfilling and unending and expanding instead of being... Meager and uh, and you know pe- temporary and mixed, and that then you mentioned that our sense that not that we're not having that here and that we that we belong somewhere else that there's something why are we in this world is like the like the seed that we need to water. Thanks, uh, Kiranat Prabhu, f- for bringing that up. There's there's a, another point that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu made is that he has a mission and that he. He made a broad statement that anyone who would like to join his mission may do so. And the part of the, the mission is really to distribute the knowledge that uh, he brought. And if you do that, you can do it at any capacity, then you get connected with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And that's a very advantageous position. Yes. We need a mic right there.
1: Hare Krishna. So two things which I struck to my mind and uh, would, I would remember from today's class is uh, one, um, dham as the bridge to the spiritual world. And another thing is um, uh, the best fertilizer for your garden is uh, the gardener's shadow.
0: It's really true.
1: So is we it? should always be very cautious how our Bhakti Lita creeper is growing or what is happening with it.
0: Yeah. Thank you very much. Two important points. And the gardener's shadow principle means don't be afraid to, to look at your garden. You might say, oh, it's so full of weeds. I can't take a look. It's it's too scary. I'm not making enough advancement. But if, if you just attend to it a little bit every day and do the best you can, uh, Krishna will help you. This is one of the points that Krishna makes in the Bhagavad Gita: "Teṣham Satata yuktānam bhajatam priti purvakam tam If you, if you're sincere and you just try, then Krishna will provide intelligence so that you'll you'll be able to advance in devotional service. Everything will be provided. Thank you. Okay, we have time for one more, and I saw somebody else's hand was up. Yes, apurmay.
2: Hare Krishna Maharaj. Uh, one thing uh, that I just uh, noticed by Mataji send was um, that, or that you mentioned about what Mataji said was that sometimes the garden of weeds can seem overwhelming. And so our actual backyard is full of weeds right now. And so we need to make our yearly progress in clearing it. And um, I noticed that every year uh, when I'm about to start, uh, I feel discouraged. But then I take a small section and I decide... This section, I'm going to clear it out and we're going to keep it there. And from there on, we move on in small bits. And eventually, after some time, a chunk of it looks cleared out and that enthusiasm starts to build. So similarly for Krishna consciousness, I was just thinking that if we can just like make our uh, incremental progress about just every day. So every day, if we take our bit out and we can say, hey, this section of time from 5 to 7 in the morning or something else, is for Krishna. Then we can slowly build our progress and our enthusiasm.
0: Bravo. Well done. Very practical. The, the garden analogy has unlimited applications from Chi Chaitanya mahaprabhu You could look at gardening from many different points of view, and you'll find that it's a practical process that anyone can take to. Are you OK? Checking the circle again. Next is Abhishek, right? Okay. Malini Devadasi is in anxiety. I can tell by looking at her. (laughs) But she's usually in anxiety because she's taken on an anxiety for uh, expanding the distribution of transcendental literature. And uh, she's always eager to uh, increase the numbers. So last year, we distributed how many? We sponsored how many sets of Bhagavatams? CC sets uh, 369 349 only this year of starting the other day. We just had a a cursory You know experience. We just started a little bit and how many did we sponsor? 222 223 what's the gap? Mathematicians calculus people who study calculus Huh 126 so in order to, to, to relieve Malini, the great devotee of her anxiety, we need to sponsor at least 127 sets of Bhagavatams. And we more, uh, after the Abhishek, we're not going to have a lot of time. So just build it up and get ready to explode with uh, sponsorships uh, as soon as we go into it, okay? We can blow past that, actually, no problem. And uh, what happens is you sponsor the sets. You can either take them and distribute them or we have a, a well-oiled team that is, well-oiled team? Machine, I guess, that is a team that will distribute the books in uh, extremely advantageous, advantageous places uh, for you. And you'll get the eternal benefit. These books, the paper that, that's in them, will last up to 500 years, acid-free paper. So when you uh, distribute a set of Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita's. Uh, You may live 500 years. I don't know. Maybe you find a new superfood besides uh, bananas, but but first superfood ever. But uh, generally, people leave after about 90 years. But after you leave, the books that you distribute will still be here for 410 more years, and you'll get the benefit from them. Okay? Everyone say yes. Yes. Thank you.